Hello friends, welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs. We are diving deep today concerning our nation, concerning the United States of America. I wanna to speak today concerning sabotage alert. What is sabotage? It is to deliberately destroy, deliberately damage or obstruct something especially for political or military advantage. You wanna be here today, all that and so much more. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs coming to you from Sarasota, Sarasota, Florida, that is. Those of you watching, great to see you. Of course, I'm looking at cameras. You're seeing me. And those, those of you that are listening, so great to have you in today. It's a blessing to be back in the studio. Um, we are, we're going to go some places today. And uh, we're, we're going to go to prayer in just a moment. We're, we're going to go to some places today um, that are going to be deep. And um, a place that we need to go to as the church to, to uh, pray over concerning our beloved nation. And so stay with me, lock in, and um, let's go there together. Amen. Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come to friends and partners, Lord, throughout our region here in southwest Florida, but also throughout the United States of America and friends throughout other nations. Lord, I'm just so thankful for how you are carrying this podcast into the lives that we are uh, able to impact, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that <clears throat> you would speak through this particular episode, that there would be the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would awaken the watchman and the messenger strong. And that those that, that you have commissioned and called to sound the alarm would not hold back, but would stand and rise and speak and sound the alarm at this urgent critical hour. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Listen, guys, I want to welcome you again uh, to The Torch. And it is a blessing to be here. Um, I'm just so thankful for the listening audience, the viewing audience. Uh, thank, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the feedback. Um, it is very encouraging. I want to, um, let's just open with the word because I think this will just set the pace and the course for us today. I'm going to be bringing you a subject um, today. It's going to be a little bit different, but I'm calling it Sabotage Alert. So um, I want to look at this scripture first in John chapter 15. The words of Jesus, this is what he said. He said, just remember when the unbelieving world hates you. This is John 15, 18, excuse me. I wanted to give you the verses here. John chapter 15, verses 18 and 19. Just remember when the unbelieving world hates you, they first hated me. And if you were to give your allegiance to the world, they would love you and welcome you as one of their own. But because you won't align yourself with the values of this world, they will hate you. I have chosen you and taken you out of the world to be mine. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm not living to be celebrated by the world. I've come out from the world so that I could be celebrated by my King, by the Lord. Amen. 
We've come out from the world. We shouldn't be living in this vacillation, this place of trying to be celebrated by the spirit of this age or by the, the spirit of this world. And of course, a lot of the fake churches always uh, giving themselves and lending themselves over to that, trying to be celebrated by the world. But Jesus made this audacious statement. You know, just remember when, when the unbelieving world hates you, they hated me first. <sighs> All right, let's... Let's go to some places today. Um, my, this is where I'm at, okay? Um, and I'm going to just open my heart, and I want to speak to several different subjects today, and let's see how the Holy Spirit navigates us. But my heart is so heavy, so heavy. I am so deeply concerned right now for the United States of America. And I believe most of the viewing audience, most of the listening audience, um, obviously, to us it is no secret that we are racing towards a tipping point. Um, we understand that real wars are on the new horizon of this hour. And there is so much warfare, spiritual warfare, natural warfare, economic warfare, and actually real war, folks, um, that is happening right now that's going to, it's causing things to grind down ultimately that it, it's going to stop America in its tracks. And I think that is what we are all on some level are experiencing right now. Things are slowing down. Hear this. Things are really slowing down. We're, we're going to have to take a really good look at what is going on across the landscape of the nations, alliances that are happening in the nations, the warfare against the economics of America, um, the dollar itself, um, nations that are rising, leaders that are rising, America that is being diminished. Um, and so we're going to look at that today. We're going to look at a lot of different things. Um, but I want us to put on our thinking caps together today, shall we? Let's, let's do that. Let's put on our thinking caps. I want to quote Ronald Reagan as we get going. Ronald Reagan said these words. He said, if we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. I believe those words. Ronald Reagan also said these words. He said, listen, he said, perhaps you and I have lived with this miracle too long to be properly appreciative. Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by each generation for it comes only once for a people those who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again powerful words for this hour words that this generation in america must hear right now the definition of sabotage Listen to this. It is to deliberately destroy. To sabotage is to deliberately damage, destroy, or obstruct something, especially for political or military advantage. 
I woke up this morning um, and I, I slept about two hours last night. That's a long story. We won't go there. I slept about two hours, but I did wake up after that nap. And um, I woke up to the story of this, this new dairy explosion. That's what they're calling it. Dairy explosion in the state of Texas that left 18,000 cattle dead. That's right, 18,000 cattle dead and one person critically injured. Is it an accident? I'm here to tell you, no. Can you say another sabotage? That's exactly what I believe it is. So here we are. Uh, the news gets more and more bizarre by the day, by the week, by the month. We have, we have never seen a day like these days. We've never seen a time like this. Egg farm destroyed. Egg farms destroyed all over the country. Chicken farms destroyed throughout America. Cattle farms now being destroyed. More than 30 major food distribution plants and processing plants being burnt to the ground in less than the last 12 months, coast to coast here in America. Think about that. Can you say sabotage? Trains with toxic destruction coming off the rails, contaminating America all over, folks, from coast to coast. Can you say sabotage? Look to Palestine, Ohio. The hazardous materials, the train crash there, 40,000 pounds of contaminated soil from the truck, from that explosion. Um, our southern border pouring in millions of illegals, drug cartel, sex trafficking, human trafficking, threatening Texans' way of life, destroying their cities, destroying their schools, destroying their cities. Can you say sabotage? You look to Washington, D.C., everywhere there's God-hating lawmakers destroying the very pillars of our Constitution and our Bill of Rights day after day, week after week, month after month with zero conscience. Can you say sabotage? This nation is being destroyed from the inside. Corruption that is so vile, corruption that has no conscience, people that are driven by demons. We're looking at an international landscape right now of China's President Xi. We're looking at Russia's Putin working for a new currency domination, partnerships to destroy the American dollar, to bring down our nation. What is that? It's sabotage. China has made right now some of its final moves, some of its final preparations to go to war and take over Taiwan. They are mocking us. They are ready to go to war. They're warning America and other nations to get out of the South China Sea. We have nearly 18,000 U.S. troops right there ready for combat. This serious stuff. China has now waged an economic warfare against us big time since Trump's departure from the White House. And let's not forget how that came and how that election came about. Another sabotage. China has now split the EU with the help of Macron there in France. 
China is now making other alliances beyond Russia to Iran, to Saudi Arabia, to the United Emirates, to India, to Brazil, and other nations to leave the dollar for a new currency. What are we talking about? We're talking about a sabotage alert, ladies and gentlemen. It was just breaking news just days ago. China now has very sensitive information of our own nuclear, air, naval bases, but it was due to a known spy balloon flying over our nation, and yet the White House and the Pentagon are scrambling right now, acting like they're in shock. How in the world could China have this information? I mean, are you kidding me? They're in shock? It's sabotage, ladies and gentlemen. My God. So China has now hacked our military systems. The Pentagon is clueless. They're scrambling. They say they can't figure it out. China now has American soil. They own land. They own properties here in America, right next to our own nuclear bases. They bought all that right here in our nation. And, and when, when and how did they do that? They did that through a COVID lockdown for the last three years. China buying up land next to our military and nuclear bases. And then checking on it with their recent spy balloons. Can you say sabotage? Biden is giving away all of our oil reserves to China. He and his son, of course, has been in bed with China this whole time. Another sabotage. Biden is trying now to surrender our own sovereignty to the World Health Organization once again in case another pandemic outbreak worse than COVID hits globally. Can you say sabotage? I mean, let's keep our thinking cap on today where we're at. Folks, my heart is heavy for America. China creating a global pandemic released in 2020. No, no consequences whatsoever for three solid years. Another sabotage. Xi is now, President Xi has now secured his leadership, his dominance, his military, now ready for war. Our, here's another thought. Our Marxist university professors have removed all critical thinkers in opposition to Marxism and communism right here throughout the beloved United States of America. What are we talking about? We're talking about sabotage. We're no longer uh, oil independent whatsoever. Another sabotage. We could talk all day about the Trump indictment. What is that? Another sabotage. And so we could go on and on and on throughout the news. There's no shortage of examples of what we're talking about. Sabotage is to deliberately destroy, deliberately damage, deliberately obstruct something, especially for political and military advantage. Guys, we are coming to the most sobering, radical tipping point that Americans never thought that we would get to. We are... Listen, I'm not Tucker Carlson. I'm not here to be Glenn Beck. I'm not here to be Ben Shapiro. I'm a watchman. I'm a messenger. I'm a preacher of the gospel these last 28 years. But I'll tell you what, I'm looking at the landscape of the world. I'm watching a lot of the fake church just play games, stick their head in the sand, not say a word, act like it doesn't even exist. 
continue to play games and do all of their fluff and their stuff. But let's lift up out of the church. Look at the crazy culture of this generation right now. While all this, this is going on, people are obsessed with the Kardashians. We got boys and girls bathrooms. We got queers on the mainstream of every platform imaginable. We got, we got businesses in America right now bowing down and worshiping and paying homage to the trans and to the queer movement. We've got perverts and devils invading our schools, wanting to violate our kids. And then we've got a White House, and then we've got a so-called president who wants to legalize mutilating children's bodies for sex changes. I'll tell you what, I'm on fire over it. It's a sabotage. It's a moral sabotage. And I go back to Ronald Reagan's words that are so powerful. Let me read these words again. Perhaps you and I have lived within this miracle. What's he talking about? The miracle of the beloved United States of America. Perhaps we've lived within this miracle too long to properly be appreciative. Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for defended constantly by each generation for it comes only once to a people those who have known freedom and then have lost it have never known it again folks our nation is being destroyed from the inside out and i say where are the righteous where are the righteous you know if i step back into the church mountain right now i mean it, it's hard to find um any preachers at all with any level of backbone, courage, boldness that will even speak out against anything. Some of them are the biggest bunch of wussies you've ever met in your life. They ain't going to say a word about anything. They're trying to pr protect their platform, their image, their influence. I'm done with all that. I've been so done with that forever. Our nation is being destroyed. It is time for the righteous to rise and act and speak and fight against evil. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I, we are responsible to resist evil, to restrain evil, to stand up and fight and call out and expose evil. President Abraham Lincoln, he said these words. He said, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we lose our freedoms, this is Abraham Lincoln, if we lose our freedoms, it will be, be because we have destroyed ourselves from within. I'm, I'm another watchman. I'm another messenger that's saying, guys, we have to wake up. We have to wake up. We have got to get on our face and get before the throne of God and seek the Lord for the strategy, for the pathway ahead for the church and for this nation. God is calling the church. He's calling shepherds. He's calling leaders. He's calling mothers. He's calling fathers. He's calling educators. This is your time that you have to rise to save this nation. Hmm. We're going to have to fight hard, folks. And we're going to have to fight hard and never quit and never give up hope if we are going to win this nation 
and see it return back to God. We're going to have to fight hard. And we're, we're going to have to be in this for the long haul. Let me just take a quick drink here. And I know the warfare has been intense these last three years. When I say three years, we're in April of 2023 right now. Of course, we know this whole scamdemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it, was launched on the world globally three years ago in March. And everything changed. But it, the warfare has been unprecedented these last three years. But I'll tell you what, it's intensifying. And we have to be a people that gain our strength directly from the Lord, our wisdom directly from the Lord, our, our spiritual intel, our spiritual strategy, how to go forward, how to move ahead, how to prepare. We have to be like the sons of Issachar who understood the times. They didn't bury their head in the, in the sand. They understood the times and they knew what to do. Why? They had the spirit of wisdom and revelation resting upon them. They could see what was before them and God gave them wisdom. God gave them revelation on what to do for that hour. We are in a desperate time, folks. It's no secret. And I understand the listening and, uh, and watching, viewing audience of The Torch understands that we are in a very, very desperate time and the turbulence is getting stronger. Now, I'm going to turn the page on, on some of this and segue. In this hour, and I, I'm saying this to my friends listening today, I've said it before, and this is, this is a sobering reminder. If you are going to stand, if you're going to take courage, if you're going to speak out against evil, if you're going to speak out against the compromise, against the conformity, if you're going to speak out against the lukewarmness, if you're going to speak out against evil in this time, you have to get ready and prepare yourself for the divine confrontation. The confrontation between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Our time demands spiritual, supernatural courage and boldness. But you have to be prepared and ready for the backlash. I've said it before. Truth is highly flammable in this culture. If you're going to stand and speak truth, you have to ready yourself and be prepared for the backlash that's going to come. There is a clash of kingdoms that couldn't be more obvious right now. And there is also a wave of persecution that is coming against the church, wild persecution. And it's been going on globally, but now it's hitting America in different sectors and in different ways. We've seen this especially through the pandemic. Now, I want to I want to just insert this. Do you think it's any coincidence that most of the New Testament was written from a jail cell? Think about it. The Apostle Paul, he was a reformer. Most of the prophets were actually thrown in jail. Why? 
Well, the reason is because preaching the kingdom of God is going to bring you into conflict with earthly tyranny. It's going to happen every time. And make no mistake about it, the true mark, the mark of a true servant of God is his or her willingness to suffer shame, to suffer persecution or rejection for the master, for the Lord. The high price for standing for truth is never going to go on sale. It's never going to be marked down. You are going to face opposition. You're going to have to stand in this hour. How are you going to do it? You've got to draw your strength directly from the Lord. If you're going to stand in this evil hour, in the day of evil, in this day of wickedness, you're going to have to draw your strength by, by being with the Lord. Quality time with the Lord. Quality time in this word right here. This word that will never fail, that will never change. You have to anchor your life to this word. The prophet Isaiah Prophet Isaiah, he was put into a hollow log and he was sawed in half. A messenger of righteousness, a watchman. Jeremiah, the prophet, endured all kinds of oppositions and beatings, imprisonment. He was abducted. He was taken into the nation of Egypt. The prophet Daniel, he was thrown into a lion's den. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they were thrown into a fiery furnace because they refused to bow and worship a Babylonian false god. John the Baptist, he had his head cut off. It was served on a, pat, a, a platter display, party display, party platter. Jesus was a man of many sorrows and he was well acquainted with grief. He was lifted up on a brutal, torturous Roman cross in the prime of his life. Eleven of the twelve disciples died a martyr's death. Andrew, Bartholomew, they were both crucified. James, the son of Alphaeus, he was stoned to death. James, the son of Zebedee, he was beheaded. His brother John was boiled in oil and banished to the island of Patmos. Peter and Philip were crucified upside down. Thomas was martyred in the nation of India. Stephen in the book of Acts being filled with the Holy Spirit, he looked up into heaven where he saw our glorious God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Stephen said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And the council members, they shouted, covering their ears, they attacked Stephen, dragged him out of the city where he was stoned to death. The Apostle Paul, he was stoned, he was beaten. He was in prison. Finally, the Apostle Paul was beheaded. What am I getting at? Church history is bloody with the sacrifice of suffering and conviction. 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul, a true apostle, a true reformer. He said that the apostles, this is how they were received. This is how they were received by the world. He said they were 
derided and they were reviled as scum. Let me listen or let me read listen to me. Let me read this scripture to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Excuse me. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 9 through 13. Apostle Paul says I I think that God has displayed us and who is he talking about when he says us? He's talking about the apostles. I think God has displayed us the apostles last. As men condemned to death, for we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake. But you, but you are wise in Christ, in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. And to the present hour, we both hunger and thirst and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless he's talking about the apostles here and we labor working with our own hands being reviled we bless being persecuted we endure being defamed we entreat we have been made the scum of the earth and the offscurring of all things until now wow strong words i remember when my wife and i we were ministering in italy Several years ago, we went to the Colosseum in, in Rome. We stood there quietly. We stood there reverently, honoring the memory of those Christians who had been condemned to die, condemned to death, paying the ultimate sacrifice for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Men, women, children. Here's the point. The point is this. All who share in Christ's riches will also share in his sufferings. That's, that's Philippians 3 and 10. That's why Paul cried out, I want to know him. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his sufferings. The awakening that is breaking forth all over the earth and even here in America, I believe what it's going to do, it's going to separate the men from the boys, so to speak. This is where those of real courage are, they're going to be put to the front line. They're going to be put to the test. And many are, have been in great, great testing in these last few years. And the reason is, and I want to encourage, I want to encourage someone out there is because God's creating you to be a leader and a voice in this hour. God has been strengthening you. He has been building you, shaping you, fortifying you so that you can stand against the enemy in this hour, that you can stand against the winds of the onslaught of this culture and stand your ground and be a watchman and be a voice and sound the alarm. God can use you to save this nation. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. These are the words of Jesus. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when you are reviled, and they persecute you, and they say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Those are the words of Jesus. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. 
therefore having been justified by faith. This is Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, this is a strong word, but we also glory in tribulations. Wow. Knowing that tribulation, it produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. And now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who, who was given to us. Glory to God. This tribulation, this time of pain, this time of resistance that you have been enduring, don't think it's a strange thing. Don't think that these fiery trials with which you've been going through is a strange thing. God is building you. He's building character. He's building perseverance. He's building strength. He's building wisdom. Hallelujah. God is going to raise you up, my friend. God's going to raise you up in this hour to be a voice of righteousness. God is going to raise up many beloved patriots in this country that are heeding the call right now. And friend, you may be battle-worn, battle-weary. I understand that. Go freshly to the throne of grace and find empowerment and find a fresh endowment of the baptism of the Holy Spirit with fire, with fire. We need messengers of fire in this hour. We need carriers of the fire and the anointing of God. We need men and women of God who see and understand the times and know what to do. How are you going to do that? Because you've been a man that spent time with God. You've been putting your ear to the heart of God. You've been letting the Lord lay his heart upon your heart. Now, I say, and we're about to close in the next few minutes, I say, Jesus Christ still remains the greatest hope of this nation. He is the judge of the nations, ruler of the nations, shepherd of the nations. He is the only hope for the United States of America. And Christ through his ecclesia, who is that? His true church that remains in the earth as, at this hour as the restrainer against evil, holding back, fighting against evil itself. It's Christ and Christ in his church. That remains the hope of this nation. For he alone, Jesus is the Savior, the Healer, the Redeemer, the Deliverer, the Restorer. And the strategy ahead still remains this. We must have a national revival and awakening and a true reformation to save this country. Those in the listening audience I know are leaders their intercessors, their pastors, their friends. Many of you have a lot of different roles and assignments as the church in this hour. You have been so faithful. You have been enduring. You have been persevering. And I know many of you, like me, your heart is so heavy for this country, 
Do not lose your hope. Let your hope be set on fire afresh in the secret place with the Lord. Get in that place of prayer. Stay in that place of prayer. Listen for the Lord. Listen and ask for the strategy ahead. Ronald Reagan's words, I want to close again. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape, for this is the last stand on earth. I pray that God's patriots in this hour will stand up, will rise, will fight for the freedom of the United States of America. And Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for friends. I thank you how they are fighting on their sphere of this battle and give them victory. Give them triumph, O God. All across this nation, Lord, I, I pray specifically for Texas today, Lord, where this insanity has happened, Lord, on this cattle farm today. I pray that this is fully exposed and fully judged. I pray, Lord, that this sabotage that has been happening to our, to our nation, is, it is uh, uncovered and it is finally brought into the light and we see justice come, Lord. And Lord, I pray for your mercy and grace to be upon us because you alone can save this beloved nation. I pray, God, for your mercy and grace to prevail over us. And Lord, I ask that your anointing today, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, would refresh, would rekindle, would revive us, O oh Lord. And I bless my friends. I bless every one of you out there in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for being with us. Um, I want to encourage you, just a couple announcements again. Um, we are going to Israel September 3rd through the 16th. You can register today, victoryfla.com. You can register there. You can get all the information about our upcoming trip. You do not want to miss that. Share that with a friend. Share Victory FLA, the app to your friends uh, for great resources here at Victory and uh, that we can also um, continue to expand. Um, we can reach more lives through the technology, through, through the torch, through other uh, episodes and uh, resources that we're doing here at Victory. Want to be a blessing to you. Again, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for giving. And again, I I always share this near the end, and it's a fresh reminder. The future does not belong to the God-haters. The future does not belong to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. And until we meet again, my friends, keep the fire burning.